For the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. GB's here Into the Squared Circle podcast. Welcome to another episode. Welcome to the post 4th of July episode. I hope you had a great, awesome 4th of July week. Despite if you're off the whole week or you're working like myself, sit back, enjoy this fine podcast, all things pro wrestling. And yes, on this very own episode, I will talk about AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, my top two highlights, and my top two highlights for WWE Monday Night Raw. This past Monday on the USA Network. And if you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button. No matter what podcasts and outlets you're listening to, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so much more, give me a five-star review. Hit the subscribe button. Also, follow me on my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. Hit the follow, hit the like, hit the subscribe, join the conversation, and let me know what you think about this episode. And follow me on my secondary podcast, A Lesson in Headbanging Podcast, if you're a fan of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. Check it out and subscribe today, which is available at all major podcasting outlets. So without further ado, let's talk about my top two WWE Raw highlights and top two AEW Dynamite on TBS Highlights right now, right here in Into the Squared Circle Podcast. So what's going on, everybody? How's everyone doing? Uh, yes, as we're wrapping up 4th of July week, I hope you had a happy 4th of July. Of course, it's past Tuesday. Hopefully, you spent it with your family, your friends, your neighbors, your spouse, your significant others, or maybe you're working. Whatever it may be, I hope it was a happy and healthy 4th of July. You didn't blow your fingers off. And uh, here we are, folks, wrapping up the week. Hidden into the weekend. <laughs> yes, I am ready for the weekend. Of course, my ass went back to work after 4th of July. So, yes, I'm ready for the weekend. Uh, you know what that means, baby. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here, here, here we go. Cheers to you, my fellow wrestling fans out there from a fan like myself. To you, the fine listener, the pro wrestling fans, the elite, the best of the best, the smartest, wittiest, good-looking fans out there to listen through into the Squared Circle podcast. Cheers to you. Ah, yes, it tastes delicious. <laughs> okay. So, as I mentioned, happy 4th of July week. Thank you to the men and women in uniform. Yes, I'm talking about the men and women in the armed forces. All the branches serving and protecting this great country we all know as the United States of America. Also, thanks to the men and women who serve and protect in the police force. Yes, the 5 the popos. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So when your crazy ass is doing backyard rustling, maybe your neighbor. Yeah. Hello. Who's here? Are you doing these backyard rustling moves? I'm trying to sleep. And he decided to hit you in the head with a fucking chair. You need to call the police. Hello, 911. 
My neighbor hit me in the head with a chair. Well, guess what? They came there and saved your ass. So thank you to the men and women who are serving in the police force. That's right. The men and women in the paramedic field coming to rescue your ass when you blow your fingers off for fireworks. Thank you to them. Thank you to the men and women in the fire force. Yes, that's right. The fire department. Maybe you're grilling. Maybe you put too much fluid in your charcoal. Decided to burn your ass off. Maybe you have no eyebrows left on your face. Guess what? The fire force came and saved your ass. I'm not sure what they're going to do with your eyebrows on your face. But I guarantee you they will get rid of that fire in an instant. So thank you to the men and women in the fire department. So, again, this great country, as we all know, as the United States of America. Happy birthday. I'm a proud to be American. All right, shut the hell up. All right, let's press on forward with the show. Pro wrestling, right? That's what this podcast is all about. Okay, so I'm a little late here on the news here, but, uh, you know, sad news. Sad news in the pro wrestling world. Um, On June the 30th of 2023, uh, the wrestling world has lost. Um, a, a great general. His name is Darren Adrian Drozda. Fans know him as Draws. And uh, he was a very popular superstar in the, the Attitude Era in the WWE back in the 90s. And uh, if you know the history of Draws, you know what? A tragic accident that happened in the ring. Most of us uh, pro wrestling fans know what happened right he got paralyzed uh but i guess he he somewhat regained most of the use of his upper body and arms but still it was a tragic tragic incident uh that shortened his wrestling career back in the 90s so he's been pretty much mobile for the rest of his life in a scooter style uh wheelchair of a sorts um but look the wwe took care of they took care of him after that incident, well, Dross lost his life this past uh, Friday, June the 30th in Pomona, New Jersey. Uh, so rest in peace, Dross. And if there's any memories of Dross in my personal history of pro wrestling, I uh, remember seeing him in the Beyond the Mat documentary. I still have the VHS somewhere down here in my basement. But I, I remember watching him in this documentary where Vince McMahon is telling him, You better puke. You better puke. Because Draw's nickname was Puke, and uh, uh, apparently over his football career prior to wrestling, so his name was Puke. Vince McMahon brought him in, forced him to puke in his office, which is just crazy to think about it now. But watching it as a kid on the Beyond the Mat documentary, I'm like, what the hell Vince is doing to this guy? But uh, you know what? That was pro wrestling during the Attitude Era back in the 90s. Um, Another moment I remember from Draw's where he pushed Hawk from uh, Legion of Doom, LOD, the Road Warriors. Uh, he pushed Hawk. Both men were atop of the Titan Tron. He pushed him off the Titan Tron behind the screen. And I remember that moment as a kid. I'm like, oh my God. Both men at the top of the arena, on top of the Titan Tron, and Draw's push Hawk. And all you see is a shadow of the body falling behind a Titantron screen. I'm like, oh my God, he just killed him. But uh, man, what a moment from Draws. But yes, man, rest in peace, Draws, who passed away June 30th, 2023. Uh, I believe the age he passed away, to be exact, is... Hold on here, up here really quick here, make sure. Age of 54. So rest in peace, Draws, we will 
miss you. And again, if you have any memories of draws, feel free to uh, hit me up and into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, You know what? I would love to share your stories, your memories right here on the podcast. I would love to do that. Um, But rest in peace draws all right let's move on forward to monday night raw as i mentioned i advertised two highlights i will give you guys two highlights of course with audio so if you're an anti-wwe and you care to hear what my two highlights are um feel free to stick around listen to the audio let me know what you guys think or maybe you're an anti-aew fan and uh maybe you just want to hear what the hell's going on in aew world i'll play audio for that as well but before I get to my two highlights for AEW and WWE, um, I'll let you guys think about what are my two highlights for both shows. Uh, think about that. And while you're thinking about that, I will give you guys the ratings, at least for Monday Night Raw at this moment. Uh, I don't see Dynamite with their ratings just yet, but I do have I do have Monday Night Raw ratings here. So for WWE Monday Night Raw this past Monday on the USA Network, Raw Average 1.83 million viewers and a 0.49 to 18 to 34 demo. Now, the 18 to 49 number was one of the lowest of the year. Now, if you give a rat's ass about that or not. And the lowest since against the NBA Finals. But overall, um, consider the number very good given it was part of a holiday weekend. So that's right. The night before 4th of July, not too shabby. Normally people will hit the road and go on vacation and, uh, you know, I'll DVR raw and come back and watch it later. But nonetheless, oh, and NXT fell on 4th of July, which averaged 508,000 viewers. So that's down 18.3%. For obvious reason, being on 4th of July. So there's that. So at this moment, there's no AEW Dynamite um, ratings at this moment. But maybe I'll update this weekend for the Weekend Insider of Into the Squared Circle podcast. All right? Good deal. Okay. Top two Monday Night Raw. Can you figure it out? What's my top two? Have you breaking the code yet? If so, let's see if you are right. If not, you are wrong. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> All right. What's my first highlight of Monday Night Raw this past Wednesday on the USA Network? This past Wednesday? This past Monday? Jeez, Louise G. Get your shit together. Okay, this past Monday on the USA Network, WWE presents Monday Night Raw, as Vince McMahon will say. And the first highlight, <laughs> yeah, you know, Cody Rhodes got me involved with it because I'm a big fan of Cody, a big mark. I hate Cody Rhodes. Well, guess what, buddy? I love Cody Rhodes. Now, the show kicks off on Monday Night Raw with Seth Rollins cutting a promo, but Cody decided to come out. Fans are like, okay, here we go. Cody versus Seth for the world title. Nah, it didn't go that way. For one person who decided to get in his way. And no, it's not Dominic Mysterio. Take a listen. Courtesy of WWE.com. And by the skin of my teeth. I beat Finn Balor. I'm still standing here. World heavyweight champion. But little birdie told me, SummerSlam 
is only five weeks away, and there's only one thing on my mind. I'm. surprise from Brock Lesnar. That's right. The Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar showed up on Monday Night Raw. Hey, I said in my WWE Money in the Bank prediction the Brock might show up. Now, I thought he might show up at Money in the Bank, but he didn't. But he decided to show up on Monday Night Raw after the Money in the Bank. So that's close enough. Alright? So just, eh, just come on. Give me credit. At least a little bit. But Brock Lesnar showed up and uh, Cody decided he wanted to go to war. Hell with Seth Rollins. He wants Brock Lesnar and uh, Brock Lesnar gave him pain. But at the same time, Cody snuck out as well, showing his strength and power, showing and telling the crowd that he is still have it. He can still whoop Brock Lesnar's ass any time of the day, any time of the week, any time of the month. Nothing is official yet, but we may. Again, speculation. We may get Brock versus Cody at SummerSlam. You have to wait and see, but nothing is official. So that was the first highlight of Monday Night Raw. Of course, after Seth Rollins' alleged promo that never happened, uh, he was cut off by Damian Priest. And, uh, well, let me get that right. Senor Money in the Bank. Damian Priest and the Judgment Day, who came out and confronted Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, which we will talk about in the main event on Monday Night Raw. By the way, that is my second highlight of Monday Night Raw, which was the main event between Seth Freakin' Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. And things are getting a little bit dicey with the Judgment Day. Uh-oh. 
We got issues with Judgment Day now. So we have faction issues within the WWE now. Uh, SmackDown, you got the Bloodline issues, and now Raw. Uh, seem like the Judgment Day are going through their own issues as well. Here's the clip, courtesy of WWE.com. Here comes Rollins. Watch out. Rollins taking out both Priest and Dominic. Damian Priest not a factor at the moment, but this is a small window in which Rollins can capitalize. Focus solely on Dirty Dom. Oh, rolling elbow right on the jaw. And Seth follows with one to the base of the skull. Seth is thinking about the stomp. And Rollins, oh no. Oh no, oh no. South of heaven from Senor Money in the Bank. Rollins got to get out of there. Is, is Priest going to cash in? He may cash in right now. Is Damian Priest going to do it? Rhea just retrieved the briefcase. Seth said spilling to the floor. Seth's got to find a way to get out of here. And Rollins has been put physically through hell oh! by Dominic Mysterio for the past 15 minutes or so. Priest wasting no time looking to capitalize. Just beating Rollins to a pulp. first again into the edge of the announce desk. Rollins has got to be in agony. Making sure there's nothing left. Damian Priest, for all intents and purposes, is picking the bones of the fallen world heavyweight champion. This could be Damian Priest's night. This is disastrous. Oh, God. Face first, ribs first onto the desk. There is no way Rollins is leaving Baltimore with his title. Priest is going to do it. Damian Priest is going to beat Seth Rollins unconscious before cashing in. Here we go. Rollins escaped the razor's edge. Oh, super kick. Gives Rollins that little bit of separation. But Seth freaking Rollins is going back for more. Looking for the pedigree. from behind with the money in the bank briefcase. And again to the ribs of Rollins. This is a mugging. Dominic just teeing it up for Damian Priest. Oh no, this is bad news for Seth. Go cash in. Go do your thing. Come on. You got this. Priest's gonna do it. Priest is gonna cash in. Championship. Finn Balor took out Rollins before Priest had a chance to cash in the contract. What are you doing? Give me what are you doing? Hey, I'd be so I'd be champion.
get out of Dodge quickly. Smart move by the champion. Damian Priest was going to cash in and become world heavyweight champion. You can't convince me otherwise. Finn Balor may have just screwed his own teammate. I'd be champion right now. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for you, I'd be champion right now. I'm running in the back. Yeah. I don't care. And I don't care about you being better, man. Don't make this about you, this is about the judgment day. So a little turmoil within the judgment day, of course. Man, oh man. <laughs> so Seth Rollins defeated Dom Mysterio. And it seemed like Damian Priest was ready to cash in his money in the bank. Or Senora Money in the Bank, to be exact. Until Finn Balor decided to uh, interfere in this dilemma and Damian Priest didn't like that he's like dude what's your problem I was ready to cash in my money in the bank briefcase with a new title and you decided to interfere you jackass and uh it became a huge faction argument a verbal argument uh towards the end of Raw to close out the show so that was my second highlight of Monday Night Raw this past Monday, <laughs> of course, on the USA Network. Okay, let's flash forward a couple days to Wednesday, uh, July the 5th, of 2023. All Elite Wrestling presents Dynamite on TBS Network. My top two highlights for Dynamite. Can you take a guess? Time's up. That's it. That's all the time I'm going to give you. All right. The first out of the two, it's related to, wait for it, MJF and Adam Cole, who currently in a tag team, a blind tag team tournament. And uh, despite their differences, it was a interesting entertainment promo. So I'm going to play the promo and let us discuss after, courtesy of AEW.com. MJF wants the tag right now. He's Adam Cole. Double it's like, boom! The shot to the back of the head by Matt Menard, and the win! Cut the music! Cut the music! Do we really need this? Super cool over name. Do the thing. That's right, that's right. Because we're better than you, baby. Hey, buddy, real quick, first of all. I think we definitely would have done a better job if we had just hit that double clothesline earlier on. Uh, that's totally fine. Shut. Okay, that's fine, that's Shut fine. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So listen, I was wondering, and I think these people were wondering too, maybe me and you should have another bro session this weekend, huh? What do you say? You guys want to see us hang one more time? No. 
Sure, Max, why not? Yes! Okay, awesome. Wait, 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 buddy, buddy. I had one more thing I needed to tell you. Let me just put my title down for this. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Bring out the birthday stuff, let's go! Bring it out! Bring it out! Here we go! Oh yeah! What the hell? Where did they find these guys? Happy Some of our uh, production Happy assistants, birthday, I believe. Baby. Happy birthday! Why they never on camera? Happy That's a, a modest birthday cake from MJF for Adam Cole, but still a birthday cake nonetheless. Yeah, it's a birthday cake for four. Sprung for the Bing Bucks. Well, happy birthday to Adam Cole. Adam Cole celebrating his birthday tonight on Dynamite with a win for himself and MJF in the EW World Tag Team Championship Blind Eliminator Tournament. This is freaking ridiculous. Guys, this is a lot, okay? Listen. Today is all about you, okay, buddy? We're here to celebrate you! There's the spirit, baby! Let's go! And now, for the birthday song. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I get it, you're a good singer. Really? Listen, I appreciate the party hats, the streamers, the song. You've done more than enough, okay? You've done more than enough. Hey, hey, hey. There's one more thing to do, guys. Make a wish! Make a wish! Shove his face in the cake. Who's gonna shove his face in the cake? Yeah! <laughs> oh, it never fails. Really good cake. Max, listen to me. And I swear to God, I mean this with, with all sincerity. It was really nice of you to do all this for my birthday. So, Max, thank you, my friend. 
So after their impressive victory between MGF and Adam Cole, baby, MGF decided to uh, surprise Adam Cole by throwing him a birthday bash. Apparently, it was his birthday this past Wednesday on TBS. And uh, MGF decided to have uh, streamers exploding everywhere. And Adam Cole was like, all right, whatever, dude. I'm just going to go head backstage and I'll take a shower or whatever. And uh, MGF was like, no, 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 no. I got uh, one more thing for you i got a happy birthday cake and we're gonna have a party now comes out a bunch of backstage i don't know what the hell they are personnel producers bringing out a cake with a candle mjf's trying to get the crowd going by singing happy birthday and as happy birthday was about to end adam cole cuts him off and he's saying you know what dude enough i see what you're trying to do and I appreciate it, but, you know, enough's enough. We won our tag team match. It ends right there. I'm leaving. Friend. <laughs> Fans are like, oh, okay. Call him a friend. MGF has a big smirk on his face. Mm. Could this lead into something in the near future? Could MJF double cross Adam Cole? Could this play effect between Adam Cole and his real best friend, Roderick Strong? Again, we've been seeing him backstage with Adam Cole. And uh, this week, we've seen Roderick Strong telling Adam Cole, like, dude, you're okay? Uh, you're, are you fine teaming with this guy for the next couple of weeks? And Adam's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're just going to do this tournament, and that's it. You know, that's it. I love you, brother. Uh, hugs Roderick Strong and walks away. Maybe this could play an effect and possibly tear a friendship. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see how this will play out. But that was my highlight. Number one out of two of AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. All right, let's go to my second and final highlight of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. Another entertaining segment. This one is related to Chris Jericho. And his former partner Don Callis and listen to this crowd Ooh, baby this is some heat heat baby spicy I miss curry man from TNA ah, spicy oh baby baby listen to this clip and hear the crowd boo the hell out of Don Callis courtesy of off AEW you think about it the legend that he's been but Got a lot to think you about. You guys are loud here tonight. But it's a little bit bittersweet for me here. I appreciate that, but I'm saying that this is a little bit of a bittersweet night for me here because over the last few months, I've had a lot of big losses to my name and things haven't gone exactly the way I wanted them to. So maybe it's time for me to reevaluate a few things and make a couple changes. And the reason why I'm saying this to you is because this is the perfect place for me to be reinvigorated, the province of Alberta. Because this is where I started my pro wrestling career. Seems like only yesterday, 
just down the road that I started my training in Calgary with Stu Hart. You're seriously booing Stu Hart? They're staying, staying but stew. it was all across Alberta. I even had my first match just an hour from here in Pinoca, Alberta. So I got here a couple days early this week. I got in a car. I drove up and down the two highway. I drove past Balzac and Olds and Rimby and Drumheller. Balzac. And I remembered what it was like when I first started wrestling. The passion, the fire, when wrestling was everything to me. And it reminded me and made me remember that wrestling still is everything to me. So yeah, Alberta is the place where I now feel invigorated. I feel resurrected. It's time to become a better Chris Jericho. Maybe even become the best version of Chris Jericho ever. Faces aren't just to pitch you off, Taz. I think, Chris, what I'm hearing. I think what I'm hearing is that you need a change. And it was six years ago today. It was six years ago today, July the 5th, 2017, that I called you from a hotel in Tokyo. And I said, how would you like to main event the Tokyo Dome with Kenny Omega? And buddy, in our 34 years of friendship, you even surprised me because you said, oh yeah. And with that match, we changed the course of wrestling history. Without that match, none of these people are here. Without that match, I don't think Chris Jericho is here right now without my idea. Sorry. It it was kind of hard for me to hear what you were saying with all these boos here tonight. But you know, Don, I can say the same thing about you because it was eight years ago in 2015 when you were in the middle of your very successful international business career, but I knew deep down inside you were miserable. You wanted to be back in the pro wrestling business. I helped you get back into the pro wrestling business. I helped you get into AEW, and now look at you. You're bigger and more powerful than you've ever been in pro wrestling. So if it wasn't for me, you might not even be here. The ego's on these two, <laughs> I'm telling you. 
You know, Chris. As with most things in our 34-year friendship, you and I are in agreement. I agree that when Don Callis and Chris Jericho get together, we make history. But as you know, I recently was betrayed by a coward punk named Kenny Omega. So I've had to build a new family because Kenny destroyed my family. And my new family is going to be based on trust. And when I think about trust, I think about the greatest of all time. When I think about trust, I think about the man who beat Kenny Omega right here in All Elite Wrestling. And when I think about trust, I think about my best friend of 34 years. I think about Chris Jericho. So if you're ready, if you're ready, Chris, to change history one more time, then I am here to formally ask you one question. Will you join the Don Callis family? You're seriously asking me to join the Don Callis family. You're asking me to join your faction? Chris Jericho doesn't join factions. Chris Jericho creates them. So if you're seriously asking me to join up with you, I've got one word answer for you. You want me to join your faction? My answer is... Maybe. Ooh, wow. Maybe? Didn't expect that. No, not uh, at all. I, mean, I expect a big no. Jericho said he had to make a change, and that, this could be that So I got to say, the theme song entrance for Don Callis, I don't know what the hell is this. It sounds like a soundtrack to hell. <laughs> Man, that sounds annoying. I can't imagine what the people are going through inside of the arena. Like, turn the shit off. <laughs> but down the Callis came out, and he's just fucking pissing off the, the Canada crowd of all people. His home country is pissing them off. And uh, the crowd is booing at him every time he speaks. <laughs> booing at him. You... <laughs> Poor Don Callis is trying to speak, and uh, Chris Jericho smirking. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> If you heard in this promo where Chris Jericho uh, said Stu Hart, Stu Hart, this dungeon, the Hart Dungeons down the street, and the crowd was chanting, Stu! And Chris Jericho was like, what are you guys booing at Stu for? <laughs> and Tony Schiavone is like, uh, Jericho? The crowd was saying Stu, not boo. I thought that was funny. I'm a Jericho, you're deaf. But uh, it was an entertaining promo. An Entertaining the promo, offering Don Callis, offering Chris Jericho to have the JAS join forces with the Don Callis family. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, Chris Jericho told him, eh, maybe 
I'll think about it. So we'll have to wait and see. We may have a united force of evil. Or like on SpongeBob, evil. Yeah, it was a very entertaining promo, but it was a very entertaining of AEW Dynamite. A lot of backstage segment and a lot of explanations. The reason about behind certain segments, which was great. Um, uh, and, and I totally forgot about the Nick Wayne signing a couple years ago. And now we're going to get a Nick Wayne match next week explaining because I totally forgot about it. So overall, it was a great dynamite. Uh, well produced. They changed a lot of stuff and I enjoyed it. Again, let me know what you guys thought about Raw or All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. This past Wednesday and Monday into the Squared Circle podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And available on YouTube as well. Okay, that wraps up this episode. I will talk to you guys this weekend. Talk about SmackDown. Talk about Rampage. Talk about Collision. And uh, what else is happening in the pro wrestling world, right? So much stuff going on. But until this weekend, stay safe, stay healthy, and happy wrestling. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>